good to be in the Lord's house tonight. We appreciate everybody that's here. Thank the Lord for you. Glad you've come this way tonight. Thank God for the day. Thank God for the meeting this morning. And we were blessed to be up at Pleasant View for their afternoon homecoming service. And had a great meeting up there. And we're glad to be back here tonight. And I have a scripture I'd like to read from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. Again, Romans 6, 22 and 23. Now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What great scriptures. Let's all stand for a moment as we bow our heads in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for the day you're giving us. Thank you for letting us come back to your house tonight. God, thank you for just the, the blessing and the joy and the excitement we feel about being in church. Thank you for each one that's here. Thank you for each one that's watching on the live stream. God, we pray for this service tonight. Help us to have a, a very spiritual and very worshipful time. And God, just help us to humble our hearts and get in the center of your will. And bless us, God. We, we need you because we just can't do it without you. We ask it in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. Turn over to the Taylor and the choir.
I was just coming to grab a mint for Chase. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. <laughs> I just, I knew that was probably going to happen. Uh, I was sitting in the back row and my heart was beating out of my chest. And uh, my wife's probably ready to slap me because uh, uh, I got my shirt on inside out tonight. <laughs> and she told me that in the car. And I told her I'd fix it when we got here. And I even turned and looked at Chase in the choir and said, oh, I forgot to change my shirt. And Terry's probably going to ask me to open up. <laughs> but that's okay. It's, it's a joy to be here tonight. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, it's just a joy to be here. I wasn't able to be here this morning. And uh, it was, I'll, I'll tell you, it was a rough morning. Uh, I had to go to graduation and it was okay, but uh, just not being able to be at my home church this morning made it a rough morning. Uh, so I'm thankful to be here tonight and I'm, I'm, I'm honored to get to stand in this spot. And uh, if I have to suffer through it with an inside out shirt, that's all right. Uh, but we'll ask at this time if everyone would stand to your feet. And we'll ask if anybody has an unspoken prayer request this evening. Hands all throughout the house. Really remember those. Anybody have a spoken prayer request this evening? Remember that. Yeah. 
Truman Barton. Lots to play, pray for this evening. Uh, I'm thankful that we have a church that welcomes uh, prayer requests from uh, its people. Uh, I was with my niece uh, a couple weeks ago, and we took some uh, furniture back to a church in Wapak. And I'm not dissing on any church, but uh, when we walked in, there was a sign that said, please take a card and write your requests on it, and the, the pastor will tell you what to do with them later. Uh, I'm thankful that we have a, a spot in our service where we can, uh, God's people can let their requests be known and that we can pray for each other, specifically for their needs. So uh, I'm thankful for all the requests that were made this evening. If nobody else has anything, we'll ask Brother Mike Kessinger to lead us in prayer. Father, that you go there, Father, one day after a while, 
We'll ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on your heart. I feel like making this request, and I I hate to make this request, but I'd like to ask Linda if she might feel like singing I Know How I Made It. Uh, As we were coming down the interstate tonight uh we were Sandra and i were just flipping through soundcloud and uh listening to several different songs from new haven and uh, i know how i made it uh came on the the radio and we were listening to it and it blessed me real good and just about that time we were coming around the curve and right over top the church was a a beautiful rainbow just as clear as can be just just looked like it ended just right here at the church doors and uh, God showed me with that song in the rainbow that uh, he made me a promise that he'll always be with me, that he'll never forsake me. And uh, this song talks about, I know how I made it. I made it by grace. I've, I've made it this far in life through the grace of God. I'm going to make it through the rest of my life, however long that might be, through the grace of God. And, and I'm going to go up yonder one of these days because of the grace of God. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful to be here. So if she feels like singing that song, I'd help her learn.
for those songs uh, I'm thankful it is well with my soul and I mean that personally it's well with my soul uh, and I'm, I'm thankful that I have some reassurance that I can feel every day that I know that it is well with my soul uh, I've talked to some folks before and they'll say well you really truly don't know where you're going till you get there and and I feel sorry for them uh, if you're here tonight and, and you you're not quite 100% sure I'd ask you to know that you know that you know uh, because I couldn't make it through this life if I didn't know where I was going. Uh, it, it's hard enough to get through this life, but, but getting there without uh, knowing exactly where I'm going would be an awful place to be in. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful for, for those songs. I'm thankful that I know that I know that I know tonight. Would anybody else have a song or a testimony on your heart before we turn it over to our pastor? If not, we'll turn it over to you. I certainly appreciate the good singing. 
I appreciate the Brother Jeremy opening up service. If you cannot say in your own heart that you know with great assurance that it is well with my soul, you need to be seeking the answer to that. If you're here tonight, and, and regardless, uh, there's lots of things that affects us and afflicts us in life. But when God has spoken peace to our soul and we're in contact with that Holy Spirit and God reminds us and lets us know, then we do know, like they sang, it's well with my soul. And so, uh, boy, I'm glad to be here tonight. I appreciate the good singing, and I'm going to look to one of these preachers and uh, see which one of them got Brother Lee over here and Brother Cameron over here, and, and uh, appreciate you fellows. And uh, whichever one of these feel like preaching is fine with me, and if both of you feels like preaching, that's fine too. Uh, Brother Brother Mark and and uh, Brother Brent both preached this afternoon up at Pleasantview, and it went just great. And uh, God bless both of them real good. And so, hey, one of you fellows feels like coming first, come ahead. I believe Cameron's coming. Uh, pray for Cameron. And uh, when Cameron gets done, please feel like he can come. Appreciate it. I want to say I'm thankful to be here tonight. and um, I'm glad that I know, that I know, that I know that it is well with my soul tonight. And... Um, there's nothing in this world, Billy Ray, that's going to change my mind about that. Um, what I've got down on the inside, um, I believe I'll read about it, Lord willing, here in just a second. Um, I believe that what God did, He's done forevermore. Um, I believe that what He did to me when I was just a 10-year-old boy um, goes far beyond what man-made things can try and do for me this evening. Um, and if you're here tonight and you're missing out on that boy, um, I want to say this. You are in a good spot to be in tonight because I tell you what, I felt the Lord pass by a little bit tonight. And I just pray that his call will go out to you. Um, but here's the kicker. you got to be willing to accept that call tonight. Um, so if y'all honestly desire your prayers, I don't know if uh, um, I just want to try my best to do what the Lord has in my heart to do. Um, so I'll be in the book of Ezekiel in chapter 36. If... if uh, um, if you all just uh, really pray um, as I try and get the nerves out of the way a little bit, um, I'll be in the 25th verse. <clears throat> and uh, what I'm about to read for you, um, if I can uh, explain it like this, um, these verses that I'm going to read for you, it's a good explanation of what God can do for you when you get saved. And so I'll start reading, in, uh, like I said, in Ezekiel, in chapter 36, in the 25th verse, it says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you a new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you an heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them and ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. I will also save you from your unclean uncleannesses, and I will call for the corn, and will increase it, and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of the tree, and the increase of the field,
and ye shall receive no more reproach of the famine among the heathen. And that's all I feel like reading tonight. And uh, um, as I was reading that earlier this week, <laughs> I thought, boy, God, um, what you've done for me, um, that's something mighty right there. Um, I thought as I was just a 10-year-old boy, um, he came by my way in the cool of the day in the garden, just like he did to Adam and Eve. Um, he said, Cameron, Cameron, where art thou? Um, he, said, I, he said, you're a lost sinner, you see, this evening. Um, and he said, but here's the good thing. Um, my son, what you've grown up learning about, um, the things that you heard the, um, the old preacher saying when you was just a little boy, um, that stuff's all true right there. Um, what's in the Bible is all true, and I believe that wholeheartedly today, um, that what God God did for us all um, when he said Dar my darling son you're gonna have to go um, he said father I'll go willingly um, he said um, that one of these days um, there's gonna be a little boy um, who's gonna be at home laying on the couch that I'm gonna come to Terry um, and he said he's gonna need the blood that you've shed for them all um, he's gonna need it all um, he sprinkled the water on me um, he cleaned my soul up you see that night I um, mean he's called for the corn um, I've never had to face on the inside, you see, Billy. Um, I've been in the rejoice land ever, ever since then. I mean, you can have that too tonight, you see. Now, there's been times in my life where I've not been in the place that, I've, that I should be at, and I've been miserable. The soul's been okay, but this flesh I've had to contend with. Um, but I tell you what, uh, there was a time when I finally realized, Lord, um, if you don't help me get back to the spot where I can be a light to my people, where I can start rejoicing in my salvation again. Um, I'm just a waste, I'm nothing more than just a wasted space and need to be taken on home if I'm just being honest with you. So if you're here tonight, um, I pray um, that you just look where you're at. Um, if you realize that, you've, uh, that you're no longer in that garden, you're no longer in the safe space, then you need what I just read about right here. Um, you need to be cleaned up. Um, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Um, I have, Terry has, we all have this evening, you see. Um, and we all needed to get salvation the same way um, that we've all had to come through. Um, I've been baptized with the fire and the Holy Ghost tonight. Um, and I did it through Jesus this, this evening, you see. And there's no other way. And I'm thankful that has been set up that way um, because if I tried to get in any other way I wouldn't be able to get that way um, not of any works lest any man should boast this evening um, you gotta look to Jesus this evening you see and I'm thankful that when I was a 10 year old boy um, I looked to Jesus you say preacher you're talking about yourself an awful lot that's the only person I can talk about that's my own personal experience and I cherish it every day um, so I'm thankful to be here tonight. And if you're here and you don't know where you're at, I pray that you look to the master that's able to get that water and sprinkle it on you and clean you up. Um, he'll be able to pick you up out of the ditch and tell you to come on. Um, it's time to keep on keeping on. So I'm thankful to be here tonight. And I just pray and beg of you to look where you're at. So Terry, I'll turn it back over to you if that's all right. <clears throat> appreciate being here and thankful what the Lord's done for me and Amen. you know I know everybody that's already stood up and talked about it as well with my soul but it is important 
to be well with your soul. And, and if you ain't, you really need to be. And I'm thankful that I can say it. And as beautiful as that song is and the words that sound so good, you could really know what it's about. And we try to read a little bit and really didn't feel like it, but I feel like we really need to, I guess. But you pray for us and, I don't know, I ain't been up here for a minute, shaking a little bit. But like I said, you pray for us and um, we're going to read a little bit in Isaiah 55. I'm going to say a verse back in Revelation and I'll read a little bit in Matthew. Like I said, you pray for us and let the Lord allow us to preach a little bit and that's our desire and you know if you're here and you're lost, you know the most important thing in life is to be saved and you might think, well, you know I'm here to obtain this and do that. I can't take it with me, Mike. As much as I love cars and shoes and money and I can't take none of it with me. But I got a promise on the inside. When he set his son for me, to the old cross that gave me eternal life and that's the greatest thing in life that we can get that's the greatest possession you could obtain and if you ain't got it you need to really get it and it says in 55 of Isaiah it says ho everyone that thirsteth come ye to the waters and he that hath no money come ye buy and eat yea come buy wine and milk without money and without price and we're going to read a scripture back here in Revelation, in the 22nd chapter, it says, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. So I want you to listen now. He said, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. He comes in there a lot of times. And we're going to go over into Matthew in chapter 14 and verse 22. And it says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get him into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto the, unto the water. And he said, come. So I want you to hear that. What did Jesus say to him? He said, and he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? 
And when they were coming to the ship, the wind seized. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth thou art of the Son of God. But I want you to listen to this. Jesus told him to come. He came. And then it goes on, and it says, Jesus starts to talk about him a little bit about, O thou of little faith. He could have said, O thou of great faith. O thou of this. The point is to have a little bit of faith. And what's the Bible saying? The Bible says without faith it isn't impossible to please God. And, you know, I want you to know as it sat here and said, and I can just see that, you know, as you get, a, you get there and, you know, Jesus had already told him to go on, to get in the ship and cross over. Jesus already knew that something bad was getting ready to happen. And, and you know, and I can see that in my life that Jesus already knew that I needed a personal Savior. And he knew that he was going to come by. And as sat here and said, you know, as they went out into the ship, and I can just imagine about it. And I, and I hate to get in a boat anyways. Uh, our wife talks about a lot of times wanting to go out and do a cruise or whatever. And I said, well, what about if I get out on that and I don't like it? You know, uh, there's no other place to go. But as you can see, they get Get out onto this, maybe you might want to call it a little cruise across the ocean, but it says that, you know, the winds and the seas started to pick up and it started to get boisterous and it's beating against it. And, you know, it sits here and talks about is next thing you know, they see Jesus coming by and they start to get a little bit afraid that, oh, what's this spirit that's coming about? Is it a spirit or is it something that's going on? Is there another problem in my life that's coming along with the storms and the seas? But what did Jesus say? He said, it is I, be not afraid. And he said, there said well you know Peter said well Lord if that's you bid me to come and he said to come and you know as he be we begin to step out onto the water I bet you know as Peter it, it still was probably you know the waves were probably getting big and everything was going on but I'll tell you what in Peter's life as he stepped out I guarantee there wasn't a wave that he's seen and you know he had that little bit of faith that he stepped out and that's all Jesus asks of us he asks of us to have a little bit of faith a little bit of faith, you know, and I can see, in the, you know, as there was a time in my life when I had to step out and come to get saved, Jeremy, you know, the first process that I started to think about, I had to have that little bit of faith that God gave me. You know, he's not going to show us that we're lost and not give you another opportunity to be saved. And I said it this morning, you know, the moment that he showed me I was lost, he didn't tell me a week later, he didn't tell me a moment he told me that exact moment right then that I can be saved because why? Because I was lost. So then you sit here and see you got Peter. He says, you know, it says, but when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Well, I want you to know there's times in our life that, you know, as a Christian and we're trying to walk and it seems like we're doing good and everything is going on. Why? Because we have our focus on the next step. Peter had his focus on the next step, but when he took his eyes off of Jesus... Looking back at all the problems of life and everything, he starts to get afraid. That's what happens in my life. When I take my eyes off of Jesus, you know, I can be living good and, you know, going to church. And next thing you know, I might skip this service or I might do this. I'm taking my eyes off of Jesus. I'm starting to lose that faith that I have. And that's when the Lord would tell me, oh, ye of little faith. Well, I tell you what, you can have great faith. He could have, the Lord would have told us if there was only just a little bit of faith that we were able to have, Solomon. But your faith that you have is your faith. You can have as much faith as you want, but it's how much you give into God. If you give God just a little bit, he's going to tell you, oh, be a little faith. 
But if you're doing as much as you can, there probably ain't even going to be a question that has to come out and say, oh, the big faith, because you're doing your job. You know, you're doing your job. So it says here and says, oh, thou little faith, where didst thou doubt? And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. So now, you know, I sat there and talked about the comma a little bit. You know, back there in Isaiah, he said, everyone that thirsts come. And then at the end of the Bible, it says, come, come you to the water. The spirit and the bride say, come. I want you to know, uh, you might say, well, what are you talking about? And that's a thirst. Well, you know, we preached a little bit about the, the lady of Samaria this morning. And, you know, as she was sitting there and, you know, the, the Bible starts to talk about that Jesus had to leave Judea and heading on over to Galilee. And it said that, you know, as he was getting a little weary on his journey, it said that he stopped and that he had to go through Samaria. And he kind of stopped and he sat down next to a well. And it said that there was a woman that came by to draw water out of the well. Well, I want you to know today that there was a time in my life that I didn't know what was going on. And I was coming to a point in my life where I was going about just doing my regular old business. And, you know, you might say that I was going to draw a little bit of water out of the well. And guess who was there? Jesus was there to show me that I was lost and that I needed to have a savior in my life. And, you know, as he sat there and said, uh, and I told him this morning, you know, uh, Jesus, just a simple man, was all he was. And it said that Jesus was weary on his journey. There's a lot of times in my life that I get weary on my journey. But the Bible goes and shows us that he was 100% man and he was 100% God. You know, Jesus knew that we was going to, you know, travel through this world and we were going to have problems and troubles. And, you know, the cares of this world was going to get after us. But Jesus sat there and let him know. But, you know, and then you, you get there and the woman's even saying, he said, you know, woman, give me something to drink. And she said, well, you know, we don't have any dealings with you. And, you know, I'm a Samaritan woman and you're one of the Jews. Well, back in the day, uh, I don't know what all had happened, but I know that there was a split in between. And you had the Jews and you had the Samaritans and the Samaritans kind of went over their own way, wanting to serve their own God in their own temple, doing their own thing. And the Jews was over here doing this. So that's where that split began to be, uh, happen. And it said that, well, you know that... Uh, you know that we don't do any dealings with you. And he said, woman, but if you only knew who was asking for a drink of water, you know, I want you to know if you only knew who's giving you this opportunity to come, you would have already been down here to get that opportunity. You'd already come. He said, woman, I'm going to give you something that you never have to thirst again. Well, then she starts to get it in her mind a little bit thinking, you know, well, I want that because I don't want to have to keep coming here every day. Well, there's a lot of times in life that we miss the point because we use this up here instead of what God's given us right here. God's given it to us right here. And there's a lot of times we overshoot it. We overthink God. We try to do the thinking for him. Well, praise God that I didn't have to work out my salvation that Jesus already did it for me. He already worked it out. He already had the plan before the beginning of the world even happened. He already knew that he was sending his only begotten son for my place, for me. And then what did it say? You know, so she got that drink. She left her water pot and went and told the world about it. She went and told the people, come and see a man that told me all things that I ever did. Well, I want you to know Jesus sat there and asked her, he said, woman, go get your husband. And she said, well, I don't have a husband. He said, well, thou answered good because you've had five. Jesus already knows about your life. But that doesn't, that don't matter. He still bids you to come. He wants you to come get a drink. 
And then I guarantee you're going to forget about that water pot and you're going to be willing to tell the world about what Jesus has done for you. Jesus has saved my soul. Linda, I still love it. As you stood up there singing that song and you got done and you testified and you said, I got saved at da-da-da-da-da. But Jesus saved my life. I got saved as a 12-year-old boy. And I was about 21, 22 years old, sitting back there. The Lord had me come, rededicate my life. He saved my life, Linda. I was a kid that was running through the streets of Lima. I lived in the back of a car. I've done drugs. I've done all kinds of things. Going down the path, that wasn't getting me nowhere. I'm thankful for what Jesus has done for me. Jesus gave me salvation and now I've got everything that I I got more than what I need and you might say well Jesus did that for you well yes he did those who love the Lord happy is he I want you to know if you're saved and you're loving the Lord you're going to be happy in life is the cares of this world going to get you down yes it is it's going to happen that's why we're that man We have to deal with this. But I tell you what, if you're here tonight, he's bidding you to come to get a drink. Taylor, get us a song. or Terry, come help us. Church, stand if you would. I'm telling you, tonight, he's saying come freely. I tell you what, if you only knew how much salvation was worth, you'd be willing to give everything that you got after you got it. If you only knew, but it is free. It is free. And then afterwards, yeah, you might have a little job to do. You might have to come to church, and, but you, for your, half of you already do it anyways. Even the ones who are lost, they still come to church, don't they sometimes, Terry? That's how they get saved. They're going to hear the gospel. But I want you to know he's willing to give you the opportunity to get saved and live for him. And then like the woman... She forgot all about the cares of this world. She left her water pot to go tell what he did for him. I tell you, there's times that the Lord lets me forget about the cares of this world to tell his people what he's done for me. And it's some of the best times of my life. But before it happens, Roy, I dread it. I hate it. But I'm thankful what he's done for me. Why they sing? You have a choice tonight to come. He told Peter to come as he stepped out of that ship. He wasn't thinking about anything else about but what Jesus had for him. I guarantee he looked, and I bet it was like crystal's glass as he stepped out. Tonight, if you just step out, just a little bit of faith that the Lord gives you, I didn't have any faith until he gave it to me to step out. And as I stepped out, there was no other cares in this world. He says, come. The spirit says, come. The bride says, come. Ye that is a thirst, come. If you're missing out on something in your life, 
All I can say is come and see. Come see a man. Don't push it off. He says, be not afraid, it is I. You don't have to be afraid. You just have to take one little step. Please come. I believe surely, surely, surely somebody feels like coming. Obey the Lord. Amen. Well, I feel like that song is saying, and like the preachers have both said, I believe somebody needs to come tonight. I believe God's calling. I'm going to need another song. And uh, if I could uh, get maybe Brother Lee to come over on this side and Brother Cameron to come over on this side and stand with us. And, and uh, uh, if you're here tonight and God's speaking to your heart, you feel that need inside. If you're a lost person, realize you're lost and realize you don't want to stay lost and realize that God's wanting to save you, come down and let's pray about it. I, I repeat over and over again, you don't have to tell us anything about your sins and you don't have to make a speech. If you don't want to say anything, you don't have to. If God gives you something to say, well, that's good for you to say it. But we want you to obey the Lord. And if God's calling you, we want you to, get, want you to come and get saved. And also, if you're here tonight and you've been saved and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I'm telling you what, it's time to get in. It's time to get on fire and it's time to help somebody. And it's time to be happy. Uh, one or maybe both of these preachers talk about it. if you're saved and you trust the Lord, you can be happy. While we sing this song, go ahead and sing. We'd like to invite you to come. Please come. Anyone you fellas want to say something else, go ahead. Obey the Lord. Please come. Somebody needs to come. Come on. Just come. Just do it. Just take a step and come on. Just come. Just obey. Just do it. Will you do that? Go ahead, fellas. Either one of you is welcome. Obey the Lord. Kneel at the cross. Amen. Appreciate that. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. Now, either one of you's got something else to follow. Yeah. Come on. Ask the woman. Yeah. You know, he said about talking about the husbands. He knew her life. Yeah. You know, he didn't say before all this, you know, that tell me everything. Tell right. me all your sins. Right. He already knew them. Sure did. Amen. He's not asking you to come and confess every sin 
to us. No. The Lord knows Amen. what you've done. Right. And all you have to do is ask for forgiveness. Amen. That's all he wants from us. He said come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit. Yeah. If you come like that, that's the only way to come. Amen. That's, that's it. That's all we can do. Amen. You'll try that. appreciate what both these preachers have said. Boy, it's touched my heart. And I believe God just gave them that to say because I believe God's dealing with somebody here, maybe more than one somebody, and uh, just come. God will bless you if you'll just come. Just obey the Lord while we sing this next verse of song. Please come. already knows your sins. That's what Brother Lee said. You don't have to give a list of them. And what have you got to lose? That's what Cameron said. Nothing to lose. That fits right together. And that's good encouragement for you to come. It's your move and your choice, your decision. God won't force you, but he invites you to come. Come on. Obey
thankful for the good songs, thankful for these men and, and uh, what they preached and the invitation that God helped them to give. That's good to be here tonight. Anything else on anybody's heart before we close? 